Tell it, tell it, sing it, sing it, let the joy bells ring it, or and or evermore, tell and sing the news. Welcome to the Pastor's Heart. Dr. Craig Bush is pastor of the Grace Baptist Church in Kearneysville, West Virginia. Dr. Bush has been preaching, counseling, and encouraging people since 1980. Let his four-plus decades of experience help you today. We pray the Lord will use this time to keep you encouraged in your spiritual life. Join us now as we dive into some practical thoughts and truths from God's Word. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Pastor's Heart Broadcast. This is Pastor Craig Bush, your host, and I want to encourage you today with a thought from God's Word. In Genesis chapter 45, I'm going to read the first eight verses to you. The Bible says, Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. There stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in which there shall neither be earing or nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity in the earth, to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God, and he hath made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt." Joseph was the youngest son of Jacob and Rachel. He was the baby. He was the favored son. Uh, Parents, don't have favorites with your children. This caused quite a problem in Jacob and Rachel's home. Joseph's brothers hated him because he was the favorite one. It was not Joseph's fault necessarily, but it's what happens His brothers could not be nice or even speak nicely to him because they were so angry, they were jealous. Joseph had a dream, and he was excited about it and told his brothers about it. It was about their sheaves one day bowing before him and his sheaf. They were more angry than ever that he would imply that they would one day bow to him and they would be following him instead of leading him. This is our baby brother. And they hated him so much for this dream that they didn't even have words for it. They took him out and honestly, they conspired together to kill Joseph. They were so angry with Joseph and so angry over the jealousy that they had decided they would kill him. Reuben, one of his brothers, just didn't have the heart to kill him. So he said, how about we make some money off of him? And they sold him to the Ishmaelites in Midian. You see, uh, it was better to make money from him than to kill him and tell his father that he had died. 
Well, Joseph rose as a slave to work with Potiphar and became very successful. Joseph did all he could to please God, and no matter what was before him, God blessed it. Joseph continued on doing right and pleasing God, and uh, God took care of Joseph, and then uh, he rose to be second in power under Potiphar, but Potiphar's wife was evil. Matter of fact, Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph without Potiphar knowing, but Joseph refused. Uh, He ran away from her, but she grabbed his coat, and she lied about Joseph, saying that Joseph was trying to force himself on her. Joseph was thrown into jail. Joseph spends seven years in jail for false accusation. And yet, during those seven years in jail, Joseph rises in leadership. He helps interpret different dreams and different things. And then finally, one day, the Pharaoh says, look, I need someone who can interpret a dream for me, but they're going to have to tell me what the dream is. And one of the men that Joseph helped recommended Joseph. He's pulled out of prison after seven years. And he goes and helps the Pharaoh and interprets the dream and tells him what the dream was. Joseph then tells Pharaoh that there are going to be seven years of famine. Tells him a plan by which he can spare the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh lets Joseph do that. Joseph's brothers, two years into this famine, come back to buy food. He sends them away with food, and then they he knows they'll come back, and again they come back, and he then exposes himself as to who he is to his own brothers. Joseph was an amazing man. Joseph even told his brothers not to be angry that they sold him, that God knew that they had to go through this, and he was there to help his family now. Joseph discovered how to find the blessings of a difficult life. Joseph did not look at the trials and the hardships as as punishment. He looked at them as stepping stones to greater blessings. How could Joseph go through all this with such a good attitude? How could he go through this and not be bitter? Joseph spent 22 years away from his family, going through problem after problem, and yet has a great attitude. Let me give you just a couple quick thoughts. Number one, Joseph did not look at difficulty as punishment. Everybody faces difficulty. Just because you're going through a difficult time doesn't mean God's punishing you. Difficulty is a chance to prove rightness. Difficulty is a way to learn a new way to get things done. Difficulty is not always or even usually judgment for wrongdoing in life. Joseph used difficulty as a stepping stone, not a stumbling block. Number two, Joseph did not let what others did to him cause him to be bitter. Joseph realized that forgiveness was for the violated, not for the violator. Joseph had to be right uh, himself so that he did not get bitter. Bitterness is my fault, not someone else's. Isn't it amazing? It's God who forgives, not us. God forgives so that we can have the right relationship. So forgiveness is for the one who has been wronged, not for the wrongdoer. And number three, Joseph's actions remind me of God, 
with us. You see, God does nothing to make us sin, but we blame him for our sin. We blame him for the results of our sin. You know, God made a way for us to avoid the destruction or the famine of eternity. He gave us Jesus Christ. He gave us the plan of salvation. He gives us the word of God. And those of us who get saved, he gives us the Holy Spirit of God to work us uh, in accordance with the word of God so that we don't have to struggle. We don't have to get angry at God. We don't have to get bitter at God. God never promised everything would go well. Joseph's hard times were used to save those he loved most. Well, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God took our sin and gave us the most precious thing, his only begotten Son, so that God could have man restored unto him. He took our hard times to turn it into a blessing. We all face hard times. Let's learn, like Joseph, to turn our difficulties into a blessing. Let's have a great day today, and let's give God a great day. Thank you for listening to The Pastor's Heart. We hope this broadcast has been a help to you. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Bush's messages or learn more about Grace Baptist Church, visit gracebaptistwv.com. That's gracebaptistwv.com. Let's go out and change eternity today. Sing the news.